doing. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Meg here and you're listening to Into the Wilderness, my podcast that is raw and real and recorded when I get downloads from the universe or the energy around me and calls me to speak about these things. So let's get started. So I'm coming to you on the eve of one of the most magical and powerful weekends um, in the spiritual calendar. It's the new moon, solar eclipse and summer solstice weekend. And if you are at all tracking your moon cycles or following the energies that are created within you, you might be feeling that this weekend is quite a big one. We have so much going on around us and I thought I would just help you unpick that a little as a creaky ghost enters the room. (laughs) Sorry about that background noise. So as we go into this weekend, we've got a few different energies coming around us. We've got the energy of the uh, new moon that arrives in Cancer. And actually this year there's two new moons in the Cancer calendar. So these moons are pretty special. And the as with always, a new moon energy is a chance to start fresh. It's a chance to celebrate the journey that we've been on through the last moon, but it's also a chance to allow ourselves to really set new attentions, come to where we wish to walk the path for the next little while and find, um, kind of refresh those energies that maybe have started to wane a bit in the last 28 days and this is what's so beautiful about moons because they come every 28 days instead of just setting new year's intentions and then letting them all go to shit by January the end of January this is a chance that we constantly come back to ourselves to make sure we keep ourselves on the right path and this new moon lands in Canada 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 nope cancer even and we've just kind of moving from the last moon cycle was in Gemini and that can be quite a chaotic swirly energy so we've been doing a lot of moon work recently and you might have found that this last moon cycle has kind of like whipped a lot up but not sure quite which way to turn with it all there's a lot of creative energy but not really sure where to focus it on you might be feeling a little bit lost um, but with that same undertone of knowing Um, I'm definitely there at the moment and to be honest, this whole last moon cycle for me has been absolutely exhausting through one re- way and another. So it, you might be feeling a little bit wrung out um, by that chaotic energy of the Gemini. And we now land in the beautiful, calming waters of Cancer. So this moon cycle is one to look forward to if you've been feeling a bit like that. Um, when we land in Cancer, she is an energy that really encourages us to slow down, to explore our own inner landscape and give ourselves the self-care we deserve. Cancer is ruled by the moon and is synonymous with the energy of mothering. 
and her vibrations inspire us to hold space for processes that lead to our growth and evolution. This is the time to cultivate patience with ourselves and it's a time to understand and practice compassion towards ourselves. Cancer, as her energy is, is a very sensitive energy and she encourages you to feel all of the feels. She will encourage you to open your heart and really allow the emotions to flow. I'm a cancer star sign and there's constantly being leveled at me that I'm too sensitive because cancer is one of those um, energies that really pull out the empath in you. So whoever and whatever star sign you are, when we land, when cancer is in the moon sign, we will be tuning into our deepest emotions. And for those of you that feel like you've been a bit on a whirlwind, don't be scared of this. This isn't about you being whipped up and dragged all over the place this is you about settling in and not fearing this it takes courage to go there but when you go there cancer is going to be there to hold a calm supportive hug around you she's not pulling and dragging things out of you like some other moon signs do she's not going to be opening and cracking you open she's going to be gently encouraging you to step fully into yourself and allow yourself to feel everything she by doing that she will allow you to grow because by teaching you to feel those emotions and really stare at yourself in the face, you will be allowed to see where you need to go next. And her biggest thing is calling from you is to trust your intuition and natural and internal instincts. So to really start to step into your own power and your own voice, gently and quietly, not loud and obnoxious or kind of feeling like you have to be out there, a quiet, strong strength from within that sees everything in a loving way, but at the same time isn't removing her bound, your boundaries, isn't kind of allowing yourself to drift from one space to another and allowing people to walk all over you, really holding yourself firm. So as we step into her first moon of this cycle, we also step into the summer solstice. And within the summer solstice, it's a chance to celebrate light. So we have two solstices of the year, the winter solstice and the summer solstice. And if you're in the northern hemisphere right now, you'll be celebrating the summer solstice. If you're in the southern, it will be your winter solstice. For those of you that are in the northern hemisphere, you'll be celebrating, we celebrate light. It's the longest day. It's where we get the most light within the 24-hour period of the year. And it's a chance to really celebrate the light within. You've been going through a lot of work and you've probably deep delved into your shadows and been doing a lot of work in the darkness. And this is a chance to just take a break from that and really look at the light that you inhabit the light that you shine and to really allow yourself to see yourself fully to practice that compassion that cancer is giving you and to really celebrate your journey so far 
the solstice is a perfect time to really honour the two, the rising light and the setting light as sunrise and sunset. And it's a beautiful way of marking, marking a real halfway point of this year's journey. It also marks the beginning of summer. So for us in the Northern Hemisphere, summer is really only just getting going. And through this time in summer, it's a chance for us to really grow and bloom, to explore and express our own inner wants and to really allow everything, all those seeds that we've planted over the winter and all of that nourishment that we've been giving ourselves to really allow it to come into fruition and to step into our power over the next few months. So this energy that the solstice brings us and the celebration of light will pass over the next few moon cycles. It's not just within this one. And the solstice just gives you that real chance to allow yourself to to head inwards and reflect on where you've been and to allow yourself to set intentions for this next season. It's also a chance to really express gratitude, to really allow things that you know that you are so grateful for to really embed themselves and to allow the energy that you wish to carry to really kind of inhabit you. We've also got, on top of all of that, we have the solar eclipse that's also happening this weekend. And the solar eclipse kind of magnifies the energy of the new moon. So it superpowers it up. And it allows us to really dig deep and find our new beginnings. What do we want to walk into this next season with? And what do we need to shed? It's super powerful as well as beautiful. And it's a real chance to tune in again. And you might be finding that your mind is a little bit more active than you would normally find a new moon stage especially if at a new moon you're very grounded and kind of wanting to go into your cave, into your hibernation, you might be struggling with a little bit of an overactive mental kind of air energy right now. And that's the solar eclipse pulling into that. And that's where we get kind of pulled a little bit off guard because we're not used to that feeling around the new moon. For those of you that flip it and at the new moon are extra buzzy anyway, <laughs> this might be a little bit quite exhausting and overwhelming right now so really take care of yourself and again as cancer says show yourself that compassion let yourself off the hook allow yourself what you need and don't kind of push or bully yourself into anything now it's really easy when we get these big weekends where or big times in the year to get busy doing the rituals to think that we have to be up first thing in the morning and out late at night and ticking the list of the rituals. And if that makes you feel good, then amazing. But if it's just causing you to not to actually bypass what's really going on, to check out by doing rather than being, then just ask yourself those questions. Is this actually connecting me more to what I need or is this pulling me away? And would I be better just sitting, lighting a candle and doing very little, maybe write a journal, but really just allow yourself the stillness and the quiet. You might find that the rituals actually cause you a bit of structure that help you mark this significant occasion, especially if your life is very busy. 
So I'm not saying one way or the other is right or wrong. What I'm asking you is to check in with your own intuition and instincts of what feels good for you and to not look to the outside world and other spiritual leaders and people to think that if you're not doing what they're doing, then you must be celebrating it wrong because every occasion is marked very differently and by every single person. So it's what feels good for you and it what it's what feels right for you at this moment in time will be very different to maybe next year or the year after so things that you could do if you really feel like you want to connect in a different way is journal journaling writing really asking yourself some of the things that maybe you want to let go of the things that you no longer want to carry on into this next season and also maybe the things that you are ready to embrace and what are you so like ask yourselves what is your light what do you want to be and how do you actually hold yourself back from stepping fully into your light do you embrace the life that you really want to live or is there an element of you still holding back Take some time to breathe, meditate, or just sit with a cup of tea whilst you watch some nature while sitting on your doorstep. Just a moment to really tune into nature and what's surrounding us right now and allow yourself to ground. Sitting is really key. So just plonking your bum down. You don't have to have anything elaborate you don't have to have a meditation cushion or an area you can literally just plonk your bum down on the ground and sit and just follow your breath as you just allow yourself to sink in at the start your mind might feel a bit overactive but be curious and watch that unraveling as you guide yourself to sit there a little longer until you start to maybe find some sort of comfort there a slowing a stillness If you are setting intentions, you may want to do it in a way where you don't want people to read these intentions or they're quite private to you. And so you can do a fire exercise or a fire practice, a fire ritual, where you make a little pot of fire or you light a fire pit outside and you write these intentions down and then you can burn them and send their energy out into the universe. But again, this could feel all of it too much. Like, how am I going to fit all of this in in the day? And this is not, do the things that feel right to you that you think, oh, that'd be really nice to do rather than the things that you feel like you have to do. And the other thing is, is maybe get up early and go to the beach and watch the sunrise and just take some private time for you. The solstice is over the weekend, so hopefully it's not too much to, kind of get up and go rather than having to do it before work and I've done this for many years where I've just got up on my own quietly gone out sat on the beach and just watched the sun rise in my own thoughts in my own energy and it's purely magical you can always come back and go to bed because I know it's a seriously early start but it's a really beautiful way to mark the the occasion without it being too much of this big thing And especially at the moment where gathering isn't necessarily an easy thing to do. 
that's going somewhere on your own and spending some time with yourself and just honouring your journey that you've been on is a hugely powerful thing. You might even collect a stone to rub through your hands and just take that energy with you from nature. Most importantly, it's understanding where you are right now and what you need. Take some time over the next couple of days just to ask those questions. Maybe there's something that you've been resisting and still you're finding excuses. Maybe there's something that you know that you're being called to and it's just gradually coming up to the surface and you just need to allow to give yourself that little bit more time. And maybe it's a full-on pivot, a kind of a massive change of direction Whatever it is, we're all on a slightly different path, but walking towards the same thing, towards that place of calm and love. So just give yourself that space this weekend. Give yourself that chance to really allow yourself to honour your own journey to where you've been and where you're going and honour your inner light. That beautiful light that shines from within that we so easily try to dim down to help make others feel more comfortable. And all of this is a practice of those boundaries, of honouring yourself and setting yourself up to be a central part of your boundaries rather than putting everyone first all of the time. And I'm just going to read this from one of my favourite books at the moment, which is Simple, Soulful, Sacred. You don't have to explain to others why your boundaries are important, as they really aren't anyone else's business except your own. You get to choose where you need them, you get to decide how you will design them, and you you also get to decide how and when you will negotiate them, if and when you choose to. Keep your boundaries sacred because they are yours and some lessons from cancer this month are vulnerability is beautiful feeling your emotions leads to growth evolution is uncomfortable and the discomfort is your old shell cracking open Some journaling prompts that you could have are what common stories or judgments do you have around your emotions? What emotions are connected to your past and what are they still trying to teach you? What supports you in exploring and understanding your emotions and how can you include more of this in your life? And which higher frequency emotions do you want to experience more of in your life? If you ask yourself those questions and maybe journal about them, you may start to uncover some things that you didn't realise were even there. And the final thing I'm going to leave you with is this reading that has come up this week. And it's written by Africa Brooke and I just think it's so powerful. I read it in class this morning but I think it needs to be read again. It's called, well I'm going to call it 
What would your life look like if you made the choice to let go of the need to be liked? Think for a moment. What would your life look like if you made the choice to let go of the need to be liked? If you made that choice today? Would you stop hiding your gifts from the world because you'd know that your people will find you? Would you raise your prices and stand tall in your own new beautiful rates? Would you hand in your resignation and start your own business and go after your vision? Would you make that scary investment, even if the people around you didn't get it at all? Would you tell that person how you feel about them without being overly attached to the outcome? Would you release that friendship that just didn't work anymore? Because releasing means choosing your damn self. Would you explore your sexuality in the soul-nourishing ways you always wanted to? And would you own your own spiritual journey, no matter how wacky people might think you are? Would you give sobriety another chance? Would you leave your body hair alone? Would you dress how you've always wanted to? And would you speak up when your family or loved ones made racist jokes? Would you go live on social media and speak to your community? Would you finally share what you've been working on, even if they're just ideas for now? Would you start writing that book, even though it seems fucking daunting? Would you let the world hear, see, feel your art? Would you let the world see you? What would your life look like? Who would you be if you made the choice to let go of the need to be liked? Think about this and give yourself the gift of seeing you. And remember, you always have more options than you ever realise. Being liked is simply a bonus. And a bonus that will rob you of every drop of joy if you let it. I read that on Africa Brooks' Instagram page on Monday and it just jumped off the page as the energy of what we need to look at or feel we need to drop into as we make these new intentions, set our new intentions in this time. So often we hold ourselves back in fear of what others think and in need of others authentic and justification but we don't. This is your life. So as we go into this weekend with the compassion and love of cancer holding us and the chance to start again, take some time to really honour your own journey. Take some time to celebrate your light. Take some time to do what feels right for you. Set those intentions. Think about how you want this next chapter to form. 
start by setting the boundaries around you and honouring them because they're sacred and yours. And most of all, take that time. Solstice blessings and new moon blessings to you all. Have a beautiful weekend. Namaste.